What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Action Academy podcast, the show that helps you get financially free so you can live a life doing what you want, when you want, with who you want. Today's episode is a short and sweet one where we cut the fat, we cut the fluff, and we get straight to the good stuff, baby, with my buddy, Matt Amable. In today's episode, we're going to discuss Matt's specific structure strategy that he used with his partnerships in his first original real estate deals that was very, very beneficial to him in his position. What he was looking for was the cash flow. He really needed the cash flow in order to leave his job and hit financial freedom. He did not care as much about the tax benefits, the depreciation, the equity splits. So he was able to give all of that away to capital partners where he was able to keep the cash flow. So doing this, he was able to buy multiple properties and build pure net cash flow straight into his bank account month over month while his partners were able to take advantage of the tax benefits of the real estate, which was beneficial for them because they didn't need the cash flow. So today's episode is fantastic in that regard. Before we get into today's episode, though, I want to give a quick Action Academy shout out to Mr. Mason Miranda in the Action Academy community. He just got under contract on his first real estate transaction. He just got a 10-unit mobile home park purchase for his first real estate transaction where he partnered with somebody else in the group. And I want to read out three posts that he had within our community because it's very cool with timestamps. So May 30th, Mason joins the community. He says, my goal is to start working on my first deal by the end of June. I come at this with limited experience and I'm trying to educate myself as much as possible. Can you guys please tell me if these are the correct goals and weekly habits to help me get where I want to go? If anyone has any thoughts, please I would love to hear them. Thanks for all your help in advance. This was May 30th. Then second post was the very beginning of July. He goes, I have an overflow of deals coming in to analyze, reviewing three to four deals a day, working to partner with AAC members to get deals analyzed faster, built solid relationships with four agents and brokers due to AAC relationships, still moving forward on a motel purchase, finishing due diligence right now. The third and final post, ladies and gentlemen, was last night. As of 20 minutes ago, Nieves and I are under contract on our first commercial property, 10 Space Mobile Home Park. Here's the deal, 400K, seller finance, 150K, 6.5% interest, 30-year AM, three-year balloon payment, and they are killing it. So this is an example of somebody that joined in to Action Academy, limited experience, and completely did things the right way. So shout out to you, Mason. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for being you. Thank you for taking action. Guys, if you want to do what Mason did, if you want to take information and implement it to where you can actually become dangerous and build cash flow, join the Action Academy community. Book a call in the show description in the link down there. Lastly, the show is not free. You got to pay the fee. If you're enjoying this content, if it's helping you in any way, shape, or form possible, please share this show with one person that you think would get value from it. Greatly appreciated. We don't market the show. We don't do paid ads. This is how we grow is through you. So thank you very much. And let's get to the value. I wanted all the real estate. I wanted all the cash flow. And that's one thing that I did not sacrifice. I knew that I had an area and I had the local expertise. I had the, I was the boots on the ground. So I knew that I could leverage that as a negotiation tactic to get somebody to come in on a deal with me. If I found a great deal with equity built into it, 
I knew I could get somebody to come in with me, put money down. So that's one reason why I wanted the partnership model. I didn't have cash sitting around to go buy property. So if I could find somebody to put down half of that amount to buy that property with me, that would make it easier for me to buy. I strategically structured these partnerships to buy small multifamily buildings with a partner who was only interested in an equity gain and the tax write-offs from real estate. So he wasn't interested in the cash flow. I was interested in the cash flow. My agreement with him was, listen, I'll put down 50% to buy these properties. You put down 50%. You don't have to think about it. I'm going to manage the deal. I am going to manage the tenants. I found the deal, but I get to take all the cash flow. I'm doing the management. You don't touch it. You can take tax benefits but I'm taking all the cash flow out of this deal. If I could make around $5,000 a month and I don't have to be location dependent, I could go over and travel to Europe and do these things. So that's what I need to make. At that point, for me, that was, I still get the 100%. The What did I want from real estate? I didn't care about net worth. I didn't care about anything like that. I wanted the cash flow. That's what's going to get me out of the rat race. So I strategically structured it so that I still get all the cash flow, but I only have to bring 50% down to close. Okay. And then when you were closing on these, was this like a 20%? So you're bringing 10% to purchase? Yeah, we had some 10% down hard money loans. And then we were able to, we were buying these things like a duplex at 160K that was worth at that time 200K and then the market was crazy. So three months later, it was worth 220K. Even putting 10% down on the 160K, we're putting 16% down. Once we had the 220K value and we're only 160,000 into it, you do your refinance with a 220K value, you're pulling out your whole 160K injection in there. So that, uh, yeah. So we, basically, I used yeah. Most, mostly hard money to get in. So I didn't have to bring as much down to the table. For your own percentage? For my own percentage, for my partner's percentage. He was also... One one way that I structured those deals and decided who I wanted my partners to be, I didn't know a lot about banks. I didn't have bank power. I didn't have the bank account to show to these banks. This guy had that and he had the bank connections. That was another good thing about my partnership is that He could talk to the banks. He could bring in different lenders and have all these types of creative financing options for us. Yeah, I love the idea of it because you go back to the deal triangle that we talk about on the show a lot where you either need the knowledge, the money, or the hustle. And so you're like, hey, man, I've got the knowledge. So you were especially lethal because you had the knowledge and you had the hustle. You just needed the capital and the banking relationship, the assets, the balance sheet. So when you're doing these deals, I like the idea of it, right, about taking the cash flow, managing the deal. You're like, I'm going to take this headache, but give me the cash flow. You take the balance sheet. So do you not, did you sacrifice equity position in these deals? Like how was this? Did you have zero equity or did you just structure it to where he had a majority stake of equity? How was that? No, it was a 50, 50 equity split. So he just got to write off everything as the depreciation. So he got to write off hundred percent of the tax benefit. You just got to keep the cash flow. Correct. Yep. Genius genius. So walk, let's put a pin in that. Let's stick on that point. Explain that point one more time for somebody that's listening. That's maybe new to the game. Like a lot of the people in the action Academy community, because it's split in half. Talk more about that specific process about 
how you leveraged depreciation for cash flow because that is freaking genius. More people need to do that. Right. I, honestly, I'm not a genius. I don't. Yeah, even you're right. You're trying terrible, to say. Dude. <laughs> I don't even try and I don't even try and say I am like I. That's a great I idea. Don't know. Nobody talks about. I don't it. know, dude, and it's just such a. I know of the concept of it. I know. Hey, you want to take the tax benefits from it? Take it. And so I let him take it, and he used his accountant. He also let the business write off the tax as well. So like the cash flow that I was getting every month, all of that was pure cash flow. I was still getting all of that money tax-free, paying no tax on that. He just got some extra benefits to pull into his personal portfolio and take a little bit of that, take a little bit extra of that cash flow or those tax benefits there. But as far as that stuff, I don't know about how it's done. I All I know is I got, I'll, I wanted to get all the deal I care done. About- you know? My brother in Christ. All I care about is how you right. structured it. <laughs> that is right. all I care about. How So how did you find this guy? And what does this conversation look like? So the way that I found him, I was introduced. I was trying to buy a building. And this is the importance of networking and real estate, right? I was trying to buy a building from one guy. He introduced me to his lender so I could try and buy his building. I didn't end up buying that building, but I got introduced to the lender. So now I'm talking to this lender and I'm trying to buy another deal. And I'm talking to this lender about low down payment options, all this stuff. He's, I don't think I could get this done for you, but he's, but I have an investor who buys deals also. And I think he could be interested in this. So what I did is I set up a time and a, a, a Zoom call with this investor. I took, I went on bigger pockets. I made all the spreadsheets. I did the rental calculator. I showed the ROI that I'm getting on my current deals and on deals that I can find for him and for us to buy together and basically showed him like, hey, I've got the hustle and I've got the knowledge, just like we talked about earlier. So if you've got the capital, we can make this happen. And I basically built that relationship, showed him, and it's easy, right? You go on bigger pockets, you plug in these numbers, it spits out a sheet for you and it says, this is your return, this is your cash flow, this is what you do, and you look like a freaking expert, like you created this document. For the guys who don't know about bigger pockets, you look like this genius. Basically utilize that and talk to that sheet. Obviously, I knew my stuff at that time. I could talk pretty fluently about it and made him trust, know and trust me enough to throw in on a deal with me. Man, that was freaking genius to do that because everyone's, everyone is always so flustered about like that binary thinking is what it's called. It's all or nothing, A or B. And you're like, hey, man, look, this is what I want. You are very crystal clear about what specifically you wanted right? You knew what you didn't want. You're like, okay, so I need to find somebody that's on the other end of this equation. So if you guys think about it from Matt's perspective, because I think how you structured it was the correct way, because you need the cash flow. You need what's almost called like fast cash to be able to get out of that job. You need that recurring cash to be able to earn your freedom. And then once your freedom is earned, then that's when you can start focusing on taking the equity plays and start doing the big commercial deals that we'll get into in the back half of the show where all of a sudden you start having the net worth swings. That's right. the game. So it's all the it's all a question of how do I generate X amount of money per month so that I can leave my job? So what were you doing for work and how much did you need? So you said you needed $5,000 a month to right. basically live around Europe and stuff. So yeah. was that your number? 
Yeah, so five five K was my number. And I thought I was hitting that at thirty years old. I wanted to get to five thousand dollars a month. Um and I tracked my expenses pretty pretty deeply to make sure like that number is actually viable at the time. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.